Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and wonderful to have your company today for episode 260. Uh, Today we're going to kick off with the latest news and then jump into reading, watching, playing. This week I'm joined in the Toy Power studio by Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Hello, hello. And uh, happy Easter to everyone listening. Let's hope you haven't eaten too much chocolate. Too late. Too many hot cross buns. <laughs> um, Callum presented the, the lads with a unwrapped chocolate egg, which is generally not done. It's ready for eating. Ready though. for eating. Like, he wanted I, to save you time. Speed of service, yeah. And a, a nice cold glass of milk. Yep. How's that milk and beer going, Frank? Um, <laughs> it's not. The beer is. <laughs> milk, not so much. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right, let's hit some news. Three, two, one. From new hats to all white outfits when you dress <laughs> in black. And uh, yeah, some interesting interesting reveals from the Hasbro Fan First live stream. We've got Freddie Mercury uh, coming in there. <laughs> like he's fantastic, isn't he? He's got so much bling. Has the Lando Calrissian from uh, the what the prequel films, yep. uh, the Solo Star Wars series? Like it, it looks like his shirt. He's wearing a yellow shirt, white mm. pants, blue cape. He's very. I mean, Lando is a, a, a pretty. Uh, he's a swinger, right? Like he's <laughs> yeah, he's a exactly. Flash Man. He's got a red lay. And on. yeah, it's yeah. like a red. What is it? A, a scarf. scarf. Yeah, scarf? it's a scarf. I think it's cold in space. <laughs> um, the cold vacuum of space. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Childish Gambino. I mean, he's a cool cool dude, let alone uh, playing Lando and adding that to his repertoire. Um, what else have we got? There's something very exciting, I think, is the Saw Guerra figure. Yeah, it's a deluxe. This class is a deluxe figure. Not coming yes. until uh, early next year, I believe. But um, it is. He's a he's a big guy anyway. When you think of uh, of Rogue One, and he's got the full armor and you know lots of accessories to go with. Look, the ones that kind of drew my attention are they've started doing comic figures now. Star yes. Wars Black, as opposed to Marvel Legends, by the very nature of the property, it's been it's the, you can have the comic version or you can have the MCU stuff. Up until really recently, Black Series has just is really been all about those movies. Of course, and now yeah. they've with Mandalorian and these sorts of shows. They've had a couple of TV shows to pull from. But then they've, oh, sorry, Clone Wars, all that sort of stuff. But now they've actually started going, well, you know, Leia and Luke and these sorts of characters we've had dozens of times before actually had representation in the comics, yep. both with the the Marvel run and, oh, sorry, I think Marvel had it originally, then they it went did, to yeah. Dark Horse Dark Horse for a while and now it's back to Marvel. So they're doing Princess Leia and you might go, well, I've already got 15 Princess Leias in my collection. But this one is done to mimic the comic book art, yep. um, which I think is really cool. You, you instantly recognise it as Princess Leia, but it's uh, it's not, you can't name the scene from which movie that she's dressed in. So I thought that was a, it's a bit of a nice... It's a nice touch. It, it looks a bit like a sort of Padme crossed with Princess yeah. Leia yep. with that cool. 
kind of cloaky cape that she's got going on. The thing that I think it's quite noticeable about this figure is it's the the artwork appears to have almost like a bit of a, a shorter haircut. Mm. Um, or at least there's something going on with the hair that is very modern looking. It's not that typical Princess Leia buns and that sort of thing. It's flowing. Yep. But then we're getting almost like a it looks to me a bit like a indoor repaint or the ceremonial mm. sort of, you know, with the longer hair. So it doesn't quite match up, and that's probably a reuse kind yes. of thing that's happening. Yep. But it's, it is, it's like a striking figure to see something different, but that Re- looks like Princess Leia. Recognisable at the same time, yeah. She's de- definitely battle ready. Battle like, ready, yeah. yeah I looks, like it. Looks mean. Yep. And then we've got our white Darth Vader with red lightsaber. This is so, it's an all white. Yeah. Everything's white. He's got silver eyes and, yeah, but a red lightsaber. I'm not, I don't know this character at all. Um, if it's when he's reformed or if it was right. a, a, an Elseworlds, a good know. take on him. Because the original Boba Fett was all white. Yes. So I wasn't sure, like it was a, like a, you know, Macy's Grey parade thing before the um, Return of the Jedi, before Boba Fett was known to be Boba Fett. It yes. was just this Mandalorian trooper walking through and uh, in costume through a real parade yep. and no one knew him and he was all white and uh, then they obviously added the embellishments and colours yeah. and things before the film. So I think the story behind that was the original concept was that this was an elite yes. stormtrooper yep. Yep. and they were going to mass produce. Yes. And when they when the budget got cut and they yep. couldn't make these, yep. you know, 20 or 30 costumes yep. that they needed, they're like, let's make him unique. Yes. So yep. that's uh, that's the so weathering. Just, just did a quick bit of Googling while you guys were talking. It comes from a book called Star Wars Darth Vader and the Ninth Assassin. Ooh. And in theory, what the white is me- meant to represent, that he is the strongest Sith in the galaxy. And as part of that, there's some ceremonial thing where you get to dress all in white to signify that you are the baddest of the bad. Right. Essentially. Does so, that weird Star Wars thing where it flips the color palette on its head. Yep. Luke Jedi in black and all that sort of thing going mm, on. So that's very cool. And um, what else are we getting in terms of black series? Do we getting a... I always get confused which scale this stuff's in, whether it's vintage collection or black yeah, series. Yeah, so there's um, the Sergeant Creel, I believe, from the comics line as well. I don't... Uh, that's the one that kind of yes. looks... Me- uh, sorry, it looks like Stormtrooper with the red um, shoulder guard thing. That looks cool. I like the does symbol he, on the shoulder guard. Does he rock lightsabers? He does rocks he, a lightsaber yep. and a jetpack. So, yes. you know, yeah. he's, he's pretty close to a Mandalorian, right. <laughs> just about. Um, and then there's a... Is it like Death... Infantry trooper Mandalorian thing. It's it's another Mandalorian in blue with lots of guns and that sort bit, of thing. Bit, uh, Django, Django Fett. Fett. Django yeah. Fett. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's fair. The um the one that sort of caught my interest is when you move into the vintage collection stuff. There's a few here. Um, we haven't got pictures of all of them, but there's an Ark Trooper Jesse. There's a Death Watch Airborne Trooper. A lot of these aren't coming till 2023. Keep in mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there is an yeah. Imperial Death Trooper four pack, which is kind of the uh, the black uh, Death Troopers. Um, these are all in the vintage collection, so I think the smaller scale. Um, but the one that caught my attention, which I think I've seen before, but this is a Mandalorian Super Commando. And if you think Darth Maul. Paint him up to be a Mandalorian, yeah. and that's yep. almost what you're getting. You've full got, spike helmet. Ah, oh, I love it. It just looks so. I know nothing about the character, but <laughs> yeah. it looks so damn cool. Well, the picture almost looks like he's from a movie, like the you know yeah, how the, the artwork, the artwork yeah. that yeah. they've got next to the figure yep. on the that yep. retro throwback card. He's very cool, and and they're getting. I saw a, the latest wave released 
both in Black Series and in Vintage Collection. And I was impressed. We, we talked a little while ago about when they were bringing in Face Reel mm. onto three and three quarter. And I was sort of like, oh, how good can that be? Yeah. They're looking really nice now. Yeah, like sharp, they look, yeah. they do look sharp. Yeah, that, it's clearly worked. Um, it had been a bit of a gripe of mine that these things, I always felt like you were buying them for the box, like because the box is just so beautiful. And, and you know, we had the Jin Erso debacle where I think her eyes were, you know, misprinted on yep. the sort of forehead almost. And so it was sort of like looks great in the box. You look at the figure and you go, is that Yeesh. the best kind of figure <laughs> I'm getting for my 30 bucks Australian? Mm. These ones were really, you go, okay, that's not bad. I know prices have moved, mm. but that's not a bad figure now. I'm happy to kind of have that in my collection. So, yeah, no, they're doing, doing some good things. And then also this one as a shout-out for our boy Nick because he loves these uh, role-play helmets. We're getting a Trapper Wolf X-Wing-themed uh, pilot w- helmet. So this is the wearable helmet, so you can pretend you're actually in an X-Wing. I know Nick's got a few of these already, um, so he can look out for that one. Trapper Wolf. I- I'm not familiar. I know my Star Wars lore pretty well. Mm. I'm not familiar with Trapper Wolf. He might come from... Um a prequels or expanded universe something but it's it looks very iconic in but in a gray and yellow color scheme mm. and it looks like he's sort of got the emblem on there so it's sort of maybe more of a deep cut i know nick he's a big wedge antilles fan okay. loves his wedge yep. I, I mean i love my wedge i think he's he's cool, a cool minor character in the star wars universe mm. so i think his favorite helmet is the wedge antilles right. helmet which was a obviously a redo of the luke mm. That was the core one. But it's great that you're getting some you know, cosplayers out there would yeah. love to get their hands yeah. on some of these more, you know, obscure and random ones. So very good. Okay, so up next we have the Ninja Turtles Party Wagon by NECA. So this is now in the books as the third party wagon. Third one, uh, yep. Yeah, so we've mm-hmm. got the uh, Super 7 one. We've got the bootleg one from that... Um, I don't know. I don't know what company it was, and that's very cartoonish, like looking. And obviously, uh, Necco were sitting back and watching all these releases and things, and like, well, now it's time to, for us. Yeah, to been release, teasing it for uh, a while, haven't they? Yeah. They have. Yeah. The interesting thing about this one is it's, uh, as I said, very cartoon accurate and things. But then people have pulled it apart, saying, "Well, the rooftop and things is a bit uh, sort of." Is it you cartoon know, larger? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's inspired by the cartoon. Mm, Clearly, yes. it's a cartoon design yes. that that has taken some liberties. Now, I'll give them some. I'll cut them a little bit of slack here. I'm not going to cut them full slack, in my view. But the cartoon is a bit wonky, right? From sure. scene to scene, it, it from, from you know yeah. episode to episode, it changes, yeah. right? Like, it's just the nature of animation. Clearly, for me, the biggest problem with this there's a couple of problems. One is the the basically the, the top, mm-hmm. right? And as it heads to the back, it's like a turtle shell. That thing is probably twice the height it should be yep. that it is in animation. So that's a big miss in terms of like the overall look. Yep. Now, I think that when they actually did the release, they didn't show any pictures of that part open, but it does it open does, up. It right? does mm-hmm. open up and in the detailing and talking yes, about it. Yes, that's so, right, in yep. the dot points, yes, not in yep. the pictures they no, posted. So mm. so clearly there's a, a mechanism issue there that's made it bigger. So, okay, so there's something. The other thing is that front is very square, yep. like it's just very boxy. And if you actually look, and I think this is where the third-party one comes in, it's just a bit, the dimensions are a bit nicer and that look is a bit 
bit sharper, yeah. just a bit cleaner. Yeah, and I mean these things, this style of, of van is not exactly never been known for its aerodynamics, but no. there is no car that I know of in existence <laughs> that has a perfectly ninety degrees flat front to it. <laughs> not you know, even, there's not even the combi. That's like that's right. got a nice. It's got sort a little of bit of tapering to it, a little yeah. bit of curve. The other one people have pointed out is the uh, the the gritted teeth sort of bumper bar. If you actually go back and look at the animation, it's a lot uh, slimmer and more pointed. This one is yeah. quite open and pronounced. So, look, at the end of the day, these are nitpicks when you look at it. Like, yeah. I've, I've got to be honest, the roof kind of hurts it for me. I, I looked at that third-party one. Yep. Oh, the Necker one will be 100% accurate because, you know what, that's yeah. what they do. We've seen what they've done with their movie stuff. You think Toka and Razor, you think even all the other cartoon stuff, they're just slaves for accuracy. Yeah. And for me, they've, they've just missed the mark on this. They like, have. And to see that third-party one, so to know that there's one out there that's probably option. better, closer, to closer the, or more yeah. accurate. Yep. Look, and NECA's not known maybe for their robustness in toys. I'm just wondering if, the, you know, we don't know until we've got them in hand, but I'm wondering, you know, price is going to be a factor. Yeah. But is is NECA not, not the best one? I think this will be the cheapest one out of all yeah, three. I mean, I it's agree. definitely well cheaper than the Super 7 one, but yep. it's a very different style, the Super 7 yep. one. This is easily going to be the cheapest, probably the easiest to get your hands on from yep. an Australian perspective. But uh, if you, you're a diehard Fred Wolf, you want that accuracy, I feel like that third-party one yeah. is going to be going to be the go. Yep. So measurements, it's 14 inches long, 12 inches tall, and 8 inches wide. Uh, the uh, features rubber tires, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. Opening shell roof, removable laser chair. So for that, that's the chair that comes out as yes. a sort of like a, the toy did. Like the toy yep. did, but also the other door on the other side will open, so you get the uh, sort nice. of um, you can go, go right through. That's I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, foot tenderizer side doors and LED lights, which is a nice. I would feature. love to have seen that on the pictures yeah. because looking at that, you go, it looks like just flat painted white. Yeah. Yep. But LED yep. lights, suddenly that elevates it a little bit for me. Mm. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. Pr- priced at 250 USD. So watch this space for um, yeah, what it'll work out to be in Australia, I think. Cause, four. Yep. That four. four. Yeah. yeah. Be my guess. Anyone? Uh, no one's in? No. Uh, look, I've got the, the Super 7 one yep. on order, and I think that's my – as much as it doesn't go with these particular NECA-style yep. figures – that one's going to be big oh, enough yeah. and expensive enough to, to scratch that, well, that That's your current collecting line. And you're, yep. you're the same, Trent? Yeah, that's right. Like, yep. it's it's nice and I admire what they're doing. And yep. it's But how many party wagons oh, do you definitely. need? It's sort of a <laughs> <That's> question. <it. laughs> is this their first real go at vehicles? How have NECA done historically they're, they're vehicles? They've done the Predator 2 vehicle, yeah. Predator vehicle, but that, wasn't, that was a bit of a bomb. Like, mm. people just cannot move it. Um, what else have they done? Can't Not think much. of much. This is what, this is what yeah. I sort of wonder. Like to me, you go this. This feels like their first or second crack at a vehicle because there's for, for a company that's known for the details, there's just that ten to fifteen percent miss. Yep. For for my liking, and I went well. You know, they're good with the, the characters, no doubt about it. Say what you will about the QC, but they look the part. This just doesn't quite look the part. Yeah. If you've got a Necker vehicle at home that you're staring at that you really like, Yelling shout it out. out. Going, yeah. They forgot this Let one. Let us know. Tell That's us. right. 
All right, moving on. We've got the Xenomorphs from Aliens coming back from also from NECA. They are reproducing uh, fresh alien reveals from the Fire Team Elite video game. This is a new video game out right now. So they're getting in uh, two of them, which are the Runner and the Prowler Alien. These will retail for $40 and due out in June 2022. So these aliens are very reminiscent to Alien 3, the yep. the bull alien yes. or the um, dog alien. Kind of on the, all fours. Yeah, the cow alien or whatever you want to call him. Yep. Um, so one's really cool. One's sort of like got a red sort of a brush to it um, and uh, it looks sort of like it's bleeding type thing. I think that one's the cooler looking one. Yeah. And then the uh, other one looks more of a movie accurate version, but, um, you know, different enough that uh, it's not, you know, the one from Alien 3. Very cool figures, but then they're, they're not, not nothing I need to grab. So what's this yeah. video game? Have you... I'm I'm so out of touch right. with video games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's one, another one of those first person shooters. Uh, you, can you things. play as the alien or is it more I, of a I'm marine I'm sure you thing? can. Yeah, no, okay. I'm sure you can. These games, they, you can either select at the start, you right. know, you want to be a marine or you want to be an alien. And, um, you know, the aliens are super fast. They can run on, you know, yep, on, on the walls and things, yep. which makes it quite discon, you know, I remember yeah, playing, difficult. it wasn't this one, but it was like early old school game. Alien versus yeah. Predator? Uh, it was like Alien 2 or something okay. like that. Like yeah. really, but to your yeah. point, and so we had like, you know, three or four of us in a land scenario back in the day before you could do it all from home. Yeah. And one of my mates was really good at being the predator to the point where you felt like <laughs> yeah. you were in the movie, like yeah. horror film. Yeah. All of a sudden, bang, your screen's yeah. just red because he's decapitated you and you didn't even see you. Yeah. Like, it's stunning. <laughs> I, I, some of those older games, you start off, at, you know, you play the Marine. Marine's by far the, the fun, most fun, I think. Yep. Uh, Predator's really cool, but you need to hone your skills in. Yep. And then with that, you play the alien, you start as inside the, the uh, egg and you, oh, then you yes. become the chest burster. Yep. So then you've got to fa- face hugger, sorry. You go find someone, find you, someone you've to got to latch, latch onto them. And so you go through the whole birth evolution. Yeah. evolution. I think that was really cool, but you get so you know disorientated trying to um, run on the ceiling and get away from bullets and yep. all this stuff. Yep. It gets, it's quite hard. You're very stealthy though. You, you know, you're almost, um, yeah, so. Too fast. Mm. All right, next up is the G.I. Joe Classified Series Deluxe Dr. Mindbender. Now, this is... This is my era of Joes. I mean, I love mm. all Joes, but there's that kind of as you've gone in for a few years, they start to get a little bit more wacky. And like this this guy, like he's bare chested, he's got a monocle, like classic moustache, purple <laughs> pants, some sort of chastity I don't know, belt. Chastity belt. It looks like <laughs> it. He's got like a metal crotch piece with these like, you know, suspender type things. <laughs> it's just such a cool design. I, I, I love this character. Um, and he's getting the deluxe treatment. So beautiful, stunning box art and all the accessories that you get for the Ruthless Cobra Emperor Serpentor. Um, unsure of how this one will be released yet, whether it's a, I don't know if it's going to be a Hasbro Con yeah, exclusive sure. or it, Pulse sure. or something. I, I, the reason I sort of put that in there is because the box packaging just looks too deluxe to be yeah, just super just cool. regular you know yeah. put on the target well, toy it, shelves and sold like that i can't imagine this is a mainstream no, release no. i mean it folds open and reveals yeah. like all the different guns and stuff that yeah. have their own compartments and then it seems to have a slip case and that yeah. artwork mm. is sensational it's like a little laboratory in itself yes, that's it's right. really cool um yeah. what does he come with uh, the accessories are really weird like he's got um a brain 
Well, um, I, th- I think what uh, people have said is that it's all the elements that he's making Serpentor. So he yes. could, they create Serpentor yeah, yeah. from all the elite, all the um, you know, characters, the leaders from the part, you know, past wars, and then uh, that's how why Serpentor is so good because he's you know Genghis Khan yep. and Hitler uh, and all okay. those sort of right. you know villains brain trusts history, of yeah, um, yeah. war villains, and that's how he's able to turn the tide of Cobra. So. There you go. Very good. So maybe a Serpentor or Serpentor figure coming to you pretty soon then. Maybe. Hopefully. He's an awesome character. So, yeah, really cool. Very good. All right, moving on to Super 7, and we have some more Ultimates reveals, this time from our favourite Silverhawks line. We get a look at four new figures here. We get Commander Stargazer, Molecular, Hot Wing and Mumbo Jumbo. Gotta love names from the 80s, oh, don't you? Oh, they're classic. Classic. Um, yeah. Also, all the, what we've come to expect from Super 7 with these figures, faithful to the animation style, this is a bevy of alternate heads and accessories. Um, I've got to say, Mumbo Jumbo is the one that screams to me for, for such a plain design. He's essentially a... An anthropomorphic bull, yes, um, with just a yellow sort of torso to him. Um, he looks outstanding. Uh, he, he's great. I love his accessory where the bird yep. it t- transforms into a big, um, you know, like hammer, mallet, a mallet yep. type thing. For me, I was hoping for a more toy accurate version of Mumbo Jumbo because I, I, I want the the white eyes without the pupil, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, just okay. like the toy had yep. and things. I think these are a bit too cartoon accurate for me to, you know, put my hand up and say, yes, I want these. So mm-hmm. um, good luck. You know, I, th- that's cartoon, you know, is accuracy is what they're going for and they, yep. I'm sure they look the piece. But, um, you know, as far as I want it more risk, you know, like villainous looking yep. and things. So that's, um, yeah. So tell me, Stargazer, this gold uh, Silverhawk character, would they? he never got a toy, did he? Uh, you're talking about Stargazer or Hot Stargazer is the one in the suit. And Hot Wings, the gold. Hot Wing, Hot, Wing, Hot Wing did get a toy, yes. I've never he, seen this one. Yep, okay. yep, he did get right, a toy. Right. Um, he was, I think, unmasked, if you look okay, at the... Uh, right. And he came, he was later wave, so right. he was certainly... He's not part rarer. of the core yep, yep. group of uh, Silverhawks. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so he might be a bit rare, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I, I take your point around... The, these are more heavily inspired by the cartoon. It was interesting. I went back during the week and watched a review of all the original Kenner um, Silverhawks figures, yeah, nice. yep. and and they they had such cool action figures. Like I, I've never held a buzzsaw, right? But his his head, you pick up his head, and and as you go up and down, that spins the buzzsaw. Right. Yes. But it, it it does it at the mouth, so it's like he's chomping. Uh, yes. yeah. So it's, it's really clever. And all the you know like um, Stargazer, Commander Stargazer has a little clear plastic window you can look through the false eye yeah, kind of thing yeah. and um mumbo Light jumbo projection. has a, a ramming sort of head action but molecular i've i never knew what he did right but i always <laughs> look like because what he's got like if you can imagine molecular he looks like almost uh if you've been in a car Molecules. accident and the um the hot airbag or whatever <laughs> the airbag's gone <laughs> yeah. off and yeah. you sort of he, he's just like these bubbles of molecules right yeah. but in the toy in the Kenner toy, his he's got like a chest piece which is a circle, and it's got like almost that um, molecular symbol, yeah, the, atom. The, the atom with yeah. the you know um, nucleus, etc. Now, what happens is you can pivot that and spin his head into the torso, mm-hmm. and spin that 
chest piece up to his head, then that's got, um, like Centurion's figures, that's got little slots or little holes. Mm -hmm. You can pull off his arms and stick them into this molecule thing that's now his head. So you can oh. you can have so you, you you pivot you know what I mean like his head goes into his torso into his stomach yeah. yep. and this round ball thing comes up to be his head that's right. got holes in it yeah, and okay. then you pull off his arms and you stick them into the different so like he can change Contort shape himself. like mm. yeah, molecules yeah, yeah. and stuff yep. so I, I these are really kind of that's a super innovative feature yeah, for yeah. that character to kind of emulate his power. Because his whole thing is basically he's a shapeshifter yeah, in essence, right? That's he, can, right. He, he puts that little um, oh, ring, puts his hands together yes. and he can look like one of the good guys type oh, thing. Okay, right, so, right, exactly. Right. So yeah. it's not, you know, in oh, a toy you, form, could you, you could never quite yeah, do yeah. that. But it's it's a really cool. Now to your point, Ben, these are leaning into the cartoon. Yep. They don't have the action features. Yep. So they, they feel like in terms of the toy comparison, they're missing something. Mm. Like Hot Wing, like the other Silverhawks, has interchangeable arms with the wings. But that feature of kind of, you know, clicking the button and their arms yeah. spring loading out is is really cool. So we do, we do lose, I think we do lose something in the translation to yep. cartoon accuracy. But at the same time, that cartoon accuracy is so nice. Like that molecular is just like he looks like an animation cell. It's quite incredible. And he comes with three heads, so two alternate heads. And one smiling, and two are kind of like frowny faces, <laughs> and they're so similar. They like are. it's just, I was kind of like comparing them to go. I think, what, it, I think where it's are the, the differences. Eye, if you look at the eyes, yeah. mainly one's got more sort of angular eyes that's than the right. other one. But it is, it is a subtle difference. It's so subtle, and I think that's just super cool. And similar with yeah, Commander Stargazer, like he's sort of got a smiling and a stern head, but it's just the nuances. Uh, Hot Wing, do you, I get this vibe from what was that? You know that show Stargate. Yeah, yes, Stargate, yes, yes. the, the yeah. guy, the, um, the on Teal'c. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got that real vibe going yeah, on. I yeah. thought, have they, <laughs> have they kind of, you know, used that as inspiration? But very yeah. much the original character does have that kind of look. Right. Um, th these are cool. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. I think they're great. Where does it leave us now? Like, we're getting pretty close. We need the. You need Copper Kids. Copper still. Kid. Yeah. Um, He'll so round out pretty much your silver. That's horse. the main core, I think. Pretty much. Um, yeah, we've got Steel Heart, Steel Will, we've got Mirage, um, Flashback is the other one, I know, is he a green? You've got that, um, yes, that sort of, um, right. troll looking guy with the big Oh, Windhammer, yep, yep. Uh, there's Wind, we're getting Windhammer, aren't we? Yes, Wind. And then there's yeah. Hardware, the little troll guy. Oh, yeah. that's Hardware, so Hardware, yeah, we yeah. haven't got him yet. Um. But there's not that yes, many. Yes Man? Is the yeah, now Yes Man never him? got a toy, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, okay. Yep. No, I don't think he did. But they're, they're, they're that, and I think they're going to head maybe into Dude. that direction yeah. and do some of the ones that we never got as Well, I think to, to Ben's point, the easy pivot, once you start running out of characters, you take that mumbo jumbo, you paint yep. his eyes yep. white and yep. tool him well, up a bit and, and go, give, yeah. here's your toy version give for me the people who want it. You give want me your green buzzsaw. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'll be keen on that one for sure. I want that guy. There's a little episode with a guy called Time Stopper. And he's like, um, he's he can stop time. He's got this yep. big like, it's so funny. Like, I love it. I love the eightiesness of it. He's got like a digital clock on his chest, oh. and it can't you know he can stop time and commit crimes. Because in he's the eighties, digital clock was like, wow, that's future right. Technology. It was it was future tech, and this is what this is sporting a digital clock on his chest. I love it. But he he's a really cool character. I've seen this guy that does customs of all the kind of you know yes man, and there's a uh, the um, 
tuxedo guy. The oh, guy like a tuxedo yes, he's robot. Like a, yeah, he's like um, a poker poker player. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all these characters. He's got um, time stopper in there. But so th- there is some, you know, deeper choice cuts. deeper yeah, cuts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You just probably they Super Seven probably need to pepper those in yep. with some more mainstream characters mm. and maybe some some repaints. Who knows? Even if they'll get to like shinier versions of the Silverhawks yeah. or yeah. something. Ooh, wow. maybe, you know, maybe. The, I mean, it probably won't be. Um, vac metal because we know you need a you know they need tolerance for yep. the articulation to work, and they can't get that in in uh, with vac metal. But I'll be fascinated. I'm I'm really waiting to see what the paint looks like mm. on the silver hawks because yeah. you know all we've really had is the kind of renders, mm. and then Brian talking yeah. about you know they're trialing a whole heap of yep. different paint apps. Yeah, be very interesting to see. Hold on. All right, Transformers. So we've got lots coming out from Transformers. We're just going to hit a few of them. This is Transformers Legacy Wave 2. So we've got Deluxe Wild Rider from the Stunticons. We've got Leader Blitzring, the Triple Changer, and Commander Motormaster. Of course, he is the, you know, the chief, the guy from the Stunticons. So let's break them down. So Deluxe Wild Rider, he is the black and red sort of... um, Sports car, sports car, yep. Corvette type thing. Yeah, wait. This is the one you used to pull back. No, 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 no. no, no. The, the, this is the Stunticons. Stunticons. Okay, so he, these form uh, correct. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Menosaur. Menosaur. Yeah, yep. yeah. So he's like the foot, the leg mm-hmm. of, yes. of um of uh, Menosaur. Uh and he is cartoon accurate. Talk about cartoon accuracy. So good. He's got that on his head. He's got these sort of ears that pop out, yep. right? And you've never seen that on many of the toys no, except right. for the proper third party yep. things. And he has it. And I'm like, that is. Really cool attention to detail, and the fact that he looks awesome in vehicle mode. He looks great in vehicle mode. Still put these uh, guns and things on top, just like the toys did, because they had the big ass. um, Yeah, the big guns. Big guns that you could attach uh, back in the uh, G1 toys. So I reckon I really give that a big thumbs up. I think that's fantastic. Um, Blitzwing to me, he looks great in robot mode. He looks great in robot. There's always the thing with triple (laughs) changes. There's one mode that's not going to be good, and and it's the plane mode. Oh, we thought the turtle van looked pregnant, (laughs) and look at that! Look at that plane. I'm not even sure I like the tank mode because the 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 the, um nose of the plane is sticking out too far. Where the you know it should that in my opinion should be backwards, like flipped around, so you don't see that. but yeah, that plane is—it um, looks like it's got something underneath it, you know, like it's mm. almost it's two planes. A, it's got a tank underneath. Yeah, it. it's yeah. got half an <laughs> half when, an untransformed when the, uh, tank. When the G one toy, when the G one toy does it better, you got to ask questions. Yeah, right? that's like, it. yeah, that's well, they've it. had thirty years, right? Yeah, so. that robot mode is amazing, and as yes. a leader class, he's going to be a a big, big hunk yep. of plastic. Yep. Um, this motor master, though, it's interesting. The uh, the photos we've seen. Is uh you get him as Menasaur, but basically it's without the limbs attached. So there's basically like yeah. the thing is imagine he's got hollow calves and hollow sort of uh, well know, that's arm. his trailer yeah yeah and, but yeah. that's what I mean. So yeah. the whole thing and then you go all right. So now you need all the other stunt yeah. cons to yep. to plug into those gaps to get your Menasaur. So like drag stips already. I think he's wave one. He's the yellow uh, six wheeled um, yep. ra- Formula One Race racing car. car. Yep. Um, the coolest one, in my opinion. I had him as a kid, so <laughs> oh, a bit of a... Oh, Breakdown bit, heard that. He's yeah. not happy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've always had a passionate spot for him. Mm. But, yeah, I think this is so cool. And, again, cartoon accuracy for Menasaur and things he's got. He just looks fantastic. Uh, I think this is, you know, we talked, yeah. I think, uh, last episode or the episode before about uh, Transformers getting their, 
act together with their uh, combiners and yep. doing them properly. Yes. Yep. And here we are, you know, they must have heard us and pushed this to the front of the line and uh, made sure they're, you know, releasing some decent quality well, combiners. It, so it's a smart them. move, isn't yeah. it? I mean, they're going to sell. You're going to sell, and mm-hmm. you're going to sell all five, or yep. you know, five. It's, five, yep. it's five, right? Yep. You're going yep. to sell five. Yep. Generally, and that's a clever, you know, it's like the builder figure concept. Yeah. If you want yep. that builder figure, or if you want to yep. do the combiner, you need all five. And when they, they look as good as, you know, the arms and the legs look as good yeah. as this. Yeah. It's, uh, you, you, know, almost want, gonna... you almost want 10 or 15 of them <laughs> so you can have them in all, all the yeah. different all modes. The modes. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and also, a thought. oh, sorry, sorry. One other thing is. Um, uh, Motormaster is the same scale as Optimus Prime. I was about right? to so ask they, yep. scale, they are, actually. They are, um, you know, t- uh, in regular mode, they are um, the same so- size. Oh, in robot mode? In robot mode, yep. Okay, which up. means Motormaster is going to be, like, as in, sorry, um, Menasaur. Menasaur is going to be huge. Mode is going to be huge. Which is that's good. the thing. Like, yeah. I'm looking at it going, oh, wow. I know this isn't Masterpiece. But I tell you what, old uh, Devastator's looking pretty lonely yep. on my, my MP shelf yep. with the Seekers and that. If this guy's big enough, yep. uh, you know, I, I could be back into Transformers for yep. at least five figures. Yeah. Um, I just think he looks great. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. Cool. All right, McFarlane. We can't go an episode without <sighs> it's talking about It's been five Todd. minutes, hasn't it? <laughs> Gee. And we knew, we knew this was coming in a sense with the DC Direct kind of takeover or... Um, you know, picking up some of the designs that never got released when DC Direct uh, went under. So they're continuing the deceased kind of um, line, which is really cool. So we're we're getting and we're getting some of the, I guess, the things they would have done anyway in um, some of the Blackest Night stuff. So there's Blackest Night, Batman, Superman. We're getting a zombified Nightwing, zombified Batgirl, and Unkillables, Deathstroke, and Red Hood. So these are and like when I look at the the Nightwing, very much that Nightwing, he looks like he's ported directly across from does, what DC yeah. Direct were doing. Yeah. Yep. Um, in there, uh, they did a a line, and it's just escape escapes me the name of it. But um, signature series, yeah, signature yeah. series. Yep. That's the, I think that's the one. Um, but clearly Todd has put in his articulation. So I think it, it very much looked like almost like, you know, DC Direct figure with Todd's articulation and obviously manufacturing techniques. But that that's cool. So if you sort of felt like that was unfinished business, that's always cool when these things get get finished off. So for the, the deceased fans or the, the blackest night zombie uh, apocalypse, you've got plenty coming your way. Like and look at look at Deathstroke. He's just got like a I love that you can eye, see his like eye. his you know, his beard and stuff from yeah. underneath. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's a nice touch. It's um like he's got the does he have the the bad eye and the good eye? Like yes. he's got yep. he's blind in well, one no, eye. He's got when he wears his mask, yep. one eye is totally covered. Yeah, because like it doesn't no, work, yes, right? Yep. So, and so then for that a zombie one, yeah. version, you just have it all missing. It's, right? it's all just <laughs> gone. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's a, a gunshot cavity. Yeah. It looks yeah. like yeah. a gunshot wound. Yeah, it's uh, they're pretty they're pretty creepy, aren't they? Like, <laughs> in a toy line that's not allowed to have guns. Yeah, that's right. It's just a wound. Yeah. Don't know how we got it. All right, and we we got some news. Shout out to Matt Teal. Oh. I mean, he gets he's so been keeping excited. us yeah. updated every thirty five seconds. He has, this, and, he? and in fact, when they did the helmet, he I think he just I better not post this because <laughs> I've been posting so much. So <laughs> Don't I, I did a, yeah, I did a post, and he's like, "Yep, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to do that, but uh, no, very, very cool." Apache Chief, for those of you who don't know, was a 
figure that was meant to be part of wave two of the Kenner Centurions line. John Thunder. Yeah, Johnny, John Thunder. Um, so he looks like a Native American um, type character. This one, like they were always wearing these exo suits and he's just like, he's got the kind of the harness ready to take on the exo suit. But he's bare chested underneath that, and that's just tough guy, like to the extreme. I just love <laughs> just that. Just plug Look. that stuff directly yeah, into my chest. Into, It'll be fine. Straight in. Yeah, give me the nipple attachment. I'll take. I'll take the oh, tassel. Just, <laughs> <laughs> spin, spin. Um, but this, this is so. This is fantastic. So what we got? Just to, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down because it took a little while to digest in my head. Ramen Toy came along and they did six-inch Centurions. And they first did them in this sort of updated, more movie-esque style. And then they went back and did a repaint of the 80s toys with different helmets and different face and head Still sculpts. Still at six-inch, right? Still at six-inch. Yep. Okay, so that's what we've kind of got. They've been teasing um, the, the bad guy, like the, uh, the blue guy. Um, uh, Hacker. Hacker. Yep. So they've been teasing their version of Hacker. And then this Apache chief who was, you know, you can see him. He got some released prototype figures that are out there. So there's pictures of him. Mm. Um, they, they're doing, they decide to do him. Now, he's being done in that more 8-inch, 9-inch oh, scale. Nice. So he will be compatible. Yeah. Now, now so that, that's, that's one thing. So he, this is a different scale to the other one. Um, he's obviously got his attachment, which is like a cannon kind of uh, device that they're going to actually, I think, have rotating parts i saw them working on the mechanism it was like those old pullback cars so that's they might cool. have that yeah no batteries no batteries just wind, just, up. Just yeah, wind yeah. up so yep, that's awesome so that's that this is really cool so if you're a centurions fan you got it you really got to get on board with this figure because it's unfinished business for your line i'll just i'll just go through some of the stats right like so the first thing to know is he's not live yet in terms of pre-orders but i think he's going to go live mid-year right the pre-order is going to go live now they're only going to make this if they receive a minimum 800 orders, right? So they, they're basically okay. a factory. It's not worthwhile for them to do under 1,000. Mm. They want to lock in 800 of those, and I think 200, they'll just put their own risk on. Yep. So so 199 USD with a early bird backer price of 140. So Toy do this, they did it with their... Um, other that, that, releases. Just, just on that, that That's, is a big savings. $60 US. Uh, like a hundred bucks here. Yeah, right? easy. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, and that's fantastic. Like, that's yeah. a really, incentive. get people in. It's yeah, a real yeah, big incentive, yeah. right? Yep. So, good on them for giving that incentive. So, I think that's great. 140 US, jump in. Um, It'll be compatible. Now, this is a, size is right, but compatible with your original Kenner Centurion figures. Now, this if I'm reading that right, mm. means that the plug system wow. is going to work. Yep. Right. So you're going to be able to get elements from your 80s Centurion figures <laughs> and connect them to this. So that's really cool. Um, in addition, the Apache Command will feature more points of articulation than the Kenner counterpart. So, so there's a sort of an update for modern day sculpting, and they're poised to present the working prototype. So at the moment, we've just seen digital renders by June with delivery in December if, if they achieve their target, right? Now, the, the thing I do want to point out is this figure is kind of a hybrid in the sense of it's not the Kenner prototype, right? Correct. It's, it's, it's a yep. bit more modern in terms of the detailing, mm -hmm. right? The, the, the Kenner ones have a sort of cartoony feel to them. This feels like it's in keeping with their stylistic 
approach. Mm-hmm. And it's just that little bit more detailed, a little bit more realistic. So it's not, it's not necessarily going to fit in aesthetically perfectly, but I think it's going to be close enough, right? Yeah. Like I think it's going to be close enough that when you've got the helmet on, sitting on the shelf, you're going to feel like your Centurion's vintage collection is, yep. has expanded, which I think is such a cool thing in this day and yeah. age for companies and albeit third-party companies with <laughs> unlicensed product continuing these lines from our childhood. Yep. Spot on. That looks um, – and, yeah, the um, the price, considering what you get for – like that's a, a lot of plastic for yeah. a, a quite a reasonable price, I would say. Look, yeah, I think so. I think for this sort of thing, you know – Good luck getting that yeah. kind of prototype. So, I, I think this is absolutely fantastic. I think this is what more companies need to do. Sort of look back at the archives and be like, well, where did these lines finish? And what did they have? You know, like Bucky your hair, for instance, did it so well with the yep. that um, female fox Jenny. or whatever. Jenny, yeah, and yeah. Mimi Lafleur. Yeah, yep. you know, that, that, I just thought that was brilliant. You know, for the hardcore diehard fans and things, that's what they always wanted. I'm sure we can rattle off, you know, dozens of uh, characters from our favourite loins. Flip through Blake Wright's yeah, uh, yeah, Toys yeah. of Time Forgotten, pick <laughs> you know, your favourites. That's yeah. right. Um, yep. My question to you, Trent, is are you in from this? You know, with a Centurions collector like oh. yourself, are you, is this something that uh, you, you think you need to have? Without a doubt, this would be something that yep. I need in the, in the Centurions collection. Yep. Um, because it is that unfinished business yeah, and it is yeah. so vintage. Um. And and I've got a fairly complete Centurions collection yeah. at the moment. Like yep. I, I'm, I I'd like a few more. Um, Sam, Mac, I'm going to call him Sam Rockwell because I always get yeah. get his name <laughs> yeah. wrong. Right. Um, they're, they're, they're basically the Lantern guy. Yes. Um, yep. Jake Rockwell. Jake, Jake Rockwell. Yep. It is Jake Rockwell. Um, I, I've got two of his kind of exosuits that I can't display with him in there. Yep. So you kind of you know you got you got to rebuy the, uh, the yeah, base body thing. every yeah. time, right? But yeah, um, yeah I think I look and I think there's the um, the glow in the dark. Yeah, uh, well, he's a no brainer. You, you're going right. to get him next, aren't you? I, I'd say. Assuming so. this is successful, they'll yeah. definitely and go then, there again. You'd and then the so. um, the female girl, the girl that oh yeah was okay. up in the um, satellite. All yeah, the that'd time. be interesting because I don't yeah. think she ever wears like an exosuit. So talk about tassels. Oh wow. Oof. Um, Can't believe you said that, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember who edits this, all right? Um, uh, yeah, like I don't know how they'll do that, whether she comes with some sort of, you know, what accessories would you do with a Centurions-based figure that doesn't have the connector? Animal to? friends, maybe? The uh, the dog and Jake's oh, dog? Sp- and Split her in half and make her into a... <laughs> like add her to the shark the and shark. the uh, jaguar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the panther order. Or yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that, that reminds me of yeah. those as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, sky's the limit for these guys. So, nah, very exciting times. 100%. Right. We can't finish this without talking about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the mm-hmm. Ultimates from Super 7. So another slew round from uh, Super 7. We have the Blue Ranger, the Black Ranger, uh, the, I don't know his name, Finster? the Chief Engineer guy. Yeah, Finster, I think. Right, Finster. Yeah. The um, Megazord, is that what it's yep, Megazord. that's the one. And my man, Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Now, yeah. we got teased with Lord Zed's yep. hand. Now, you said in our last news episode, mm. if there's enough, to this, you're in. Well, you know what he comes with? Like, I'm, I was a <laughs> wait, bit wait, like, I was like, a bit cheesed. Yeah, I, I know. was a little bit cheesed, man. He's basically just got a snake. He's, he's got two, yeah, he's got two, like, grenade things. Yep. He comes with his staff, which is uh, standard. No alternate heads and things. No, well, he does have you... an alternate head. 
Does he? He does. He comes okay. with two heads Ooh. that look identical. That's right. And one yes, of them's right. like one's, vision. One's shiny. That's it's right. It's like the visor. Right. One's got a smile, but you can't see it because it's behind yeah. the visor. Right? <laughs> it's literally, I think, he's in some vision mode where the visor is a little bit shinier. Yeah, yeah. That's and, it. and they're like, <laughs> oh, we couldn't do it on a photo. You have to see it sort of for oh, wow. real. And then he comes with this snake that the like snake. apparently transforms into his staff. And that's right. it. Like so That's it. Yeah, he didn't and, have and a lot. Al- okay. Alternate hands and things like that. So I was a bit like, oh, man, what a ripoff. But now I'm thinking, well, he's so beefy and chunky. Yes. Maybe I do want him to put in, like, slot into my Masters, you know, classics collection just to, you know, because I, 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 I love mixing toy lines well, and is, things. Is he going to be bigger than the Hasbro Lightning collection one? Like oh, in yeah. terms yes, of, he will. Yeah, Massively. He'll be, he'll, he'll, he'll he'll be, be like, you know, um, it's comparatively to, you know, Star Wars versus He-Man, you know, that, yep. that chunkiness So uh, from Hasbro. But, yeah, this guy will, I think, look pretty cool, you know, in amongst Skeletor and the, you know, evil warriors and things. So I'm sort of – I don't have much uh, pre-ordered these days. Like, I'm really cutting down. Yep. And I'm like, well, you know, Lord Zed is the only – Super um, Power Rangers figure I'm ever going to buy. So you're you in. You're in. I'm you're pretty in. sure I'm in. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, I think. Take my money. <laughs> Take my money. Yep. That's it. It's it's got it. Um. I, like I, I was similar. Like I saw this and I reflected on your comments and I thought I don't know if that's enough to get him yeah. over the line, yeah. but the figure looks so cool. He does. He I does. reckon that'll yeah. that'll. Yeah. And because I can have instead of having them next to each other, like the yep. uh, Lightning Collection and this one next to each other, I have them on two different sides of the room. Yep. You know, displaying two different sort of areas and yeah, mix it up like that. So yeah, but I think competitively next to each other, they're going to be almost the same except for beefiness. Okay. Yep. So Finster, I thought was cool in that he the detailing on him is oh, impressive. Like, like all those tools and yep. things he's got but he's also comes with like his clay and you can yeah, see him sculpting he makes the the putty rain the, yeah, putties putty and patrol the, and stuff. The, the big you know the big monster of the week type thing as well and i believe this rounds out the your original power rangers that's it. Now with yeah the, we've got them all the black and the blue power ranger so yep they and come with a they, that's they come with so many accessories oh, that's what insane. i wanted yeah. for lord zed like some really you know deep cut things that he had in a couple of episodes, but no, I suppose because he's got so much unique tooling yes. with all those cables yep. and things, those, yep. um, uh, he j- they just, you know, spent all the money on that. Mm. He is much taller than the others, though. Yep. Um, he stands, he stands, yeah, a good half a head taller mm. than you know, Blue Ranger, for example. So he's a, he's a big, beefy boy. And, and the, the, the Megazord. Megazord. Yeah, oh, looks it looks, cool. looks yeah. fantastic. People are very excited that it comes with the Mammoth, the uh, mammoth shield. shield. Yeah, yeah. They, they were saying that that's a welcome addition. Sometimes uh, missed in some of the other releases. Yep. So uh, Something I didn't know. Now, uh, Power Rangers as a show was obviously filmed in was it Japan. a, ja- a Japanese, yep. Japanese show yep. and then the American Saban and that they ported it over yep. and yep. then basically yep. all the fight scenes which were the expensive scenes to shoot he just took the footage yep. and then any of the acting scenes where they had the helmets off that was all done with the American actor correct mm. yep yellow ranger it was, was a, a guy. it was a dude yep it yep. was a dude in the Japanese version right yep. helmet comes off it's yep. chick yep so i just found that i didn't there know you go. so i didn't know that um, there you go. Yeah, that's yep. uh, that was an interesting thing I learnt at our our toy catch up that Nick organised actually at Little oh, Bang nice. Brewery. Oh, yeah, so, so I missed uh, out on you, that. You guys yeah, missed that get there. on uh, Saturday, but uh, yeah, Nick, uh, one of our patrons, a big comic guy, um, but but and also Lego. yeah Lego. yeah Lego yeah. Lego is part of the uh, S Plug Lego group as well. Does some beautiful Star Wars builds, big movie buff as well. But we all got together. Brett was there. Uh, Malcolm Hobbs came along. Nice, it was fantastic. That's cool. um, Osti was there, so it was a really good 
Really good uh, day drinking some uh, boutique beers. Yep, yep, yep. And I think he's pretty keen to have that as the kind of like the toy guy catch-up. Oh, for yeah. long. So, yeah, you know, every, every month maybe go crack yeah. a few beers and uh, get, get the toy guys together. Yeah, so. Beauty. Very, yeah. very cool. Super keen for the next one. And uh, we, I wanted to uh, call out uh, season two of the Action Figure Adventure. Uh, our mates Jay and Rob are back at it again. I believe this time around they've already shot the whole series and it's pretty much edited. I think yep. they've edited nine of the ten episodes or something. So they've got the, you know, the overall storyline nailed and the everything sort of done and dusted. So this will be a Kickstarter and it will launch on April 26th. So look out for that and uh, back these guys. They're, they're just legends. I mean, they've got their yeah. own podcast, obviously, and the Jay and Rob uh, podcast. And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm so sign me up. excited to see what season two holds for us. Um, yeah, these guys know their stuff and they get access to a whole bunch of really, really cool stuff. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. go to Canada and go toy shopping with them. Yeah, I just yeah. I just love watching it and seeing the toy stores. You know, like yeah, almost you know, amazing, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, very cool. Very good. All right, that rounds our news for this week. Let's jump into our next segment. Real Watching Play. Ben, I know it's been a busy time with the Easter and <laughs> shopping. Has, have you actually yeah. been able to do anything? I, you know what? I have. Oh, I have oh, been able go. to do something. I have, because it's Easter and Good Friday and things, I have been to the movies not once, but twice Ooh, this what? week. Yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty lucky. Uh, first off, I went and saw Morbius at the cinema. Uh, Ree, my wife, uh, really was keen to see that. We had some uh, spare movie tickets and things still left over from Christmas, and she's like, well, I want to go see Morbius. Okay. Let's use that. Mm-hmm. Um, said so, no one ever. Yeah, well, that, I, I <laughs> I'm said, sorry. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said uh, it's getting poor, poor reviews. Yeah, you just know, brace and yourself. Like yeah. And she's like, look, my expectations can't be any lower, but, yep. you know, if it's any better than that, I'm happy. She she was one of the few fans that liked Venom. Yes. So, you know. Okay. And um, so, I, so I literally finished work at 3 p.m., drove home. <laughs> we dropped the kids off at uh, the in-laws, uh, st- got uh, got to the movies at four o'clock and sat down to watch the movie, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's Easter week. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. Oh, this comfy in the, seat. In the, in the comfy seat in the darkness, in the, uh, you know, just, yeah. So, I mean, the movie itself wasn't, that bad, like yep. you know, when you lower your expectations, when mm. you know the movie's going to be when you know average. he's flying in front of the yeah. subway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I have so superpowers. That, so yeah. thanks for that. If that's if that's any bit of a you good know, exposition, <laughs> yeah. If that's anything to go by, um, and then uh, so the second movie we went and saw was uh, Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Two. 2. Yeah, yeah oh, we nice. re won fa- uh, family tickets uh, for free, so we went and saw that. Took advantage of that on um, Good Friday, and that was awesome. Really fun movie. And uh, sets it up for another sequel and whatnot. Nice. So, yeah, nice. um, I think that's one of the best uh, movie tie-in movies. You know, like uh, sorry, video game. You know, made into a movie. Okay. they've done so. Interesting, um, really cool. Like even down to the uh, intro music and things. Like yep. it plays on someone's phone. You know, like their phone <laughs> is, uh, yeah. so cool. We had this, um, you know, person in the audience that just had to shout out, "That's the intro for the uh, game." <laughs> that was cool. I've been watching um, a series on Netflix called Guardians of Justice. Oh, right? yes. And Chris Wisdom teed us up oh, with this, didn't he? Oh, he did. Oh, wow, he was man, the proponent. Like, <laughs> I, I, so, Re always <laughs>, laughs at my, um, you know... Taste and Taste and selection. things, yeah. And yeah. so he came up, 
um, Guardians of Justice. We think this is 91% your yep, uh, yep. You know, <laughs> ideal for you. And, and, and like five minutes in, my wife is just laughing at me like by that score that it's given me and how cheesy yeah. this show is and stuff. Oh, and it is, it is it, it's the biggest, they even call it the bootleg universe. Yeah. Right? So from the intro, you know, they know. They know that you're getting into it. But it's like, Brings you into this cartoon sequence and things, and I was hooked right yep. from the. But moment they use all media. That's right. right? That's like right. Yeah. Video, like eight bit video yes. game. Yep. They use claymation. Yep. Yep. They use animation, and it's yep. all just meshed together. Like yep. it's, you know, like remember Celebrity Death Deathmatch? Match? Deathmatch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it literally, you, two characters will be like fight, and it'll be like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like right. it'll literally be Shao Kahn's to, voice to, to the point they've got health. They got health bars. <laughs> <laughs> And it'll get to the end and it'll go, finish him. Yeah. And it'll come up like, fatal- you know, yeah, kill yeah. him and it'll be fatality yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, it's right. literally Chaos. the most insane thing that you're witnessing. It's mm. so self-aware. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. And like to the point like, you know, just passing shots that they don't want to spend more than $10 on. Mm. It, like if you look at it hard enough, it's, it's, it's a cardboard box it's made to look like a building. It's like a model. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly a model <laughs> and, and it's cheaply done. Like, yeah. and like, even the, they're in a set and the backgrounds, like it's just so cheaply done, but it's part of the charm. Yeah. It's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah it's, okay. it's, it's fantastic. It's, if you're a fan of Kung Fury, you yes. will love this Ooh, uh, series. Okay. So, um, Guardians of Justice, check it out. Um, <laughs> it is amazing. It's a, what? How many episodes? Six, Eight, epi- seven episodes. I'm up to episode six, so and they're short. They're like half an hour, twenty minutes. Oh, twenty minutes. Oh, nice. Yes. All right. So you power through. But, but but it is it's it's bootleg universe. I think this guy's done it. I think he made his name in doing like bootleg Batman or bootleg right. Alien mm. Predator. Like yeah. he would shoot like almost sort of fanfic bootleg stuff. Yeah. And. It is. It's essentially a Justice League story with Bat. Like it's got Batman, it's got Aquaman, it's yeah. got Shazam, it's got all but these. But characters. later on, it's got Spider Man. Yeah, it's got like oh, yeah. Like well, there's no rules. No, there's food. no rules. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's got Nightwing. It's got the character that you know was was Robin. It's got uh, the new Robin. Okay. It's yeah. like it is Batman, and it is you know there's Superman or there's Wonder Woman and all that. But it, it, it's it's how they do. Yeah, it's yeah. how they treat them. It's yeah. it's it's a bit like. It's got Watchmen vibes. Massively. It's got yeah. kick-ass it's, vibes. It's sort of... Ba- Batman, the, the character Batman uses like a Cerebo, like from X-Men. Yeah. To, to, he puts it oh. on and like every time he uses it, the computer's like, you know, health warning, brain damage, brain damage, <laughs> yeah. take it off, you know. But that, that way, he that's how he does his detective work. He okay. analyzes the scenes and goes through these hypothetical yeah. scenarios and like, what about this? You know, and he asks the computer, it goes, turns through this... Video thing and throw outputs images to it. It's brilliant, man. Okay, I I, I, I actually reached out to Davey oh. the other day and I said, Davey, you, you have to watch to this. Watch this. Yeah. If this is made for you, you are missing out. <laughs> um, yeah, so get on it. Uh, also, while I was up at Wagga, I um, did a lot of reading. I read Ready Player One, so the mm-hmm. yeah, uh, book. Nice. I've read the book. Yes, yeah, a few good. years after seeing the movie, and I thought it was brilliant. Yes. I thought it was very well done. I understand uh, Steven Spielberg's. I you know. What he changed, yeah, right? He had to change certain things. Like things that. Yeah. It was very deep. Some of those seventy games, I didn't, or so early eighty games, I didn't really recognize. Yep. But the amount of detail—that's a lot of passion. Oh, he clearly that. loves yeah. that uh, yeah. era of yeah. gaming. Yeah. 
yeah. and pop so, culture. So yeah, yeah. so highly that was really cool, and I still like both. You know, even yep. after reading the the book. I still appreciate the movie for all the, um, you know, extra uh, pop culture tie-in yes. and things like that. Yep. Nice. Um, and one more shout-out. I've got to give a sh- podcast a shout-out. The guys from Passive Aggressive oh, Podcast, yes. <laughs> Matt and crew, uh, I've been listening to their podcast for a little while now, and I'm so, I'm so in love with it. it. I've gone back and started from episode one and working my way through. I'm up to episode nine uh, at the moment, but they've just released episode 69. So I think that's going to be a absolute riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're constantly looking for wacky news articles and things. So I've been submitting that and they've co- given us a call out on the show. Oh, yeah. nice. So that's pretty cool. Well, um, I heard, I heard yeah. an episode where you'd submitted an article yeah. about yeah. a guy that, um, was so constipated. Yes, he, yeah. it, it almost killed him, and he it had to w- go in for emergency he, he, surgery. He lost um, feeling <laughs> in his legs. Yeah, yeah. They removed, you know, like what was it, like two kilograms yeah. oh. of, yeah. of, of feces. Yeah. It's like, um, and then they they sort of break the, yeah. break it down. Like it, it's hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're absolute. Uh, well, they're. they're Comedians, essentially, yeah, isn't Matt? Much. Matt is yeah. a probably a yeah. you know he's very very funny guys. Based out of uh, Melbourne, uh, so they're local Australians. So yeah. there's a lot of tie backs to the Australian you know way of doing things and stuff. So yeah, give them a follow if you like the dirty side of humour. Passive yeah. aggressive podcast. That's it. Yep. Mm, yep. Beautiful. Um, I've actually been doing a bit of reading, but it also comes from a bit of watching. Now we we've, oh. we've mentioned about uh, Moon Knight. We sort of spoke about yes. the very first episode of that. Did you, and I think uh, as of this recording, there's only been, I think, the three episodes that have dropped. In each episode, there is a QR code. Yes. As part of a scene, which makes sense in the context of what they're shooting, if you pause it and you scan that QR code, it takes you to a free digital copy of a Moon Knight comic. So how, just on that, how easily is it to just pause and hold your phone at the Yeah, the it works TV. It works wow. really well. Yeah, wow. yeah. Particularly okay. in this area of, of high... De- I mean, if it was right. the old CRTs and yeah. stuff, you might struggle because yeah. of refresh rates yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, it's... That's, that's uh, impressive. It that is well. cool. That's, that's yeah. next level... Yeah. Uh, and it's... Clever. Uh, the second one, uh, in the, uh, the second episode, is particularly egregious because it's, it's when he goes to the storage locker. Again, not talking right. any spoilers, but... Every storage locker has like a QR code oh, on the wow. front of it, and it's really obviously middle of frame. It's well lit, like you can just go boop. There it is. But the cool thing is, is that you know a lot as we even called out in the episode, not many people knew Moon Knight going into this, so right. it takes you to literally his first ever comic book appearance, right. and you can actually read the first. You know, I think he comes in a two part arc for his very first appearance. So I've been reading that, which is nice to do a little bit of background. Um, also been reading some Ikea instructions because uh, <laughs> Ali went and bought a whole bunch of, which is something we, we talked about, a big, uh, I guess, sideboard is probably the best way to describe it with multiple cupboards. It's one of those things you go, all this crap that ends up on the dining table, like, yep. you know, Jack's bag from childcare and all this, where do you put it? Yeah, good We've idea. got these blank walls, so we've got this all this stuff, which is great, but it doesn't build itself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? In fairness, I know they're a bit of a, a joke, but the Ikea instructions... They've come a long way yep. and you know what? You need a screwdriver for about three times and then the rest of it is all these 3D printed plastic parts that slide in here and you connect this and it just locks everything together. It like is pretty it's, impressive. It's really. incredible. Gone are the days of needing the power drill for like three quarters of it. It just, it all works. Um, the instructions are pretty good. There's still a couple of things you go, wait, does this go this way? Yep. Up by? They're not quite at Lego sort of detail of instruction booklets, but they're uh, they're still pretty good. Uh, and as far as watching, um, this is old school, but we only just watched it the other night. Zombieland 2. Right. Oh, double, yeah. double tap. Is it good? Yeah. 
It's no, it's pretty good. Okay. Like I was yep. a big fan of the first one, but as we know, it was like ten years or whatever yeah. it was in between sequels. Yep. Um, and they literally call it out in the opening part right. of the movie, sort yep. of thing. Very um, self-aware. It's yeah. it's self-aware. Uh, yeah, no spoilers, but yeah, if you if you enjoyed the first one, obviously everyone's looking a few years older. Woody Harrelson still got it. I'll say that much. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a good and then, yeah, lots of blood and guts yep. and yep. Cu- cutting up zombies and all sorts. So yeah, good cool. good times. Fantastic. Um, not a lot on the reading front for me, but uh, watching. I've been doing a fair bit of watching. Um, the show I'm going to call out for this one is an Apple original show mm. called Severance. And I, I love it. Like, it's right up my alley in terms of the sort of quirkiness. And I'll just run through it. It's it's Adam Scott as the main actor who I didn't really know. He's been in heaps of stuff, but he's sort of not that mainstream. Directed by Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. okay oh, right? Okay. So yep. it's... Um, but it's not in... It's not comedy... Yep. Right. So it's written, but it's, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the writer, but this thing's been bubbling away for about five years, and and Ben still has done it. Nine episodes. It's a, it's essentially like a, a a mystery thriller kind of quirky, um, uh, you know, sort of show. And what 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 essentially happens is you go to work, and you can have part of your brain altered so that you have no memory of work so basically mm-hmm. you get in the elevator and then you're out of the elevator right from, in terms of your perspective mm. and so from the perspective of these people at work they basically come in the elevator and then they become aware and they're like what the hell is happening like i've got no memories mm. and then they're basically told oh you know your outy version of yourself has decided to undergo this procedure you're now severed whenever you're at work you will have no memory of your outy life so right. these people are just like rocking up and doing this office job mm. and then when they leave, they just, they go back from their to perspective, their they just lives. appear, well, yeah. they, they go back to their normal life with no memory. Mm. And so from their perspective, they just are constantly working in this drudgery oh, office no. environment. Right. And so like it was, it was really interesting because when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is really cool because how good would that be not to have to worry about work, <laughs> but then the work people—that's all they've got. The, the they've other got, side of the coin. Got, the other yeah. side of the coin, and it's like when they retire, <laughs> they essentially die because they're never yeah. going to be brought yeah. back to life. So there's this real question of like kind of this morality yep. that yeah. comes into it, and it is so funny and okay. so yep. thought-provoking mm. at the same time. There's just these hilarious moments where they're just, they've got all the office, po- if you've ever worked in an office, all that, like, they're basically, this one guy is just motivated by, you know, achieving his target so he can win, like, a novelty gift, like a, you know, a finger <laughs> a trap. desk toy. Like, yeah, little yeah. desk toys, and it's just, his, <laughs> like, his sole motivation. And he takes, like, real pride in this. And it's just these these kind of crappy incentives that they give these workers, like a waffle party or, you know, they go, there's this one scene where they're like, you know, you've won a 10-minute um, dance. They bring in, like, they wheel in, like, some music and yeah. like, pick, pick, a, pick some music. And so they're playing this music. And it's like these people are dancing for the first time. Like, and, oh. and the acting is so good because they're like, it's so awkward. How like do they're I all, do this? They're all dressed in, like, you know, their suits and their office yeah. attire and you know, it's this disco going on. Absolutely brilliant. It's got... Um, uh, Christopher Walken's in it. Oh, cool. Uh, He's always good. Um, uh, the guy from that played Sal Maroney in the Batman um, from the Transformers franchise. Oh, John... 
Torito? John Don Torino? Torito? Torito? I know the guy. I can't pronounce it. John Torito. Yeah, he's sensational. And it's got... Oh, name escapes me, but... Like this really good, good got some familiar uh, Pat- faces. Patricia Patricia Arquette. Yep. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So she's in it, and and like the acting performances are just sensational. So I couldn't I couldn't recommend it highly enough for mm. something that's just so different, yep. so unique, funny, uh, just zany and thought provoking all at the same time. And the like the last episode ends on a cliffhanger, but it's like it goes through sort of almost it's not it's non genre specific, so you can turn from comedy into like out-and-out thriller, like mm. edge-of-your-seat thriller. And the last episode is very much like you are you are clinging to kind of like everything that's happening because the stakes are so yeah. kind yeah, of unique yeah, yeah, and yeah, like right. the position they find themselves in is just so brilliant. But um, love it. Severance. 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 Apple okay. original. Nice. Hi- highly recommended. Um, yeah, to, to, your, to your recommendation on the... Um, uh, justice, yeah. Uh, the, um, the, the guardians, the of guardians justice. of justice, yeah. like that, that. That to me is brilliant. Yes, yeah. But there's, yep. I know, like if you know, Ree's watching it, or if Leanne was watching it, they'd go, "What the hell are you yeah. watching?" Yeah, yeah. This has an element of it's not going to be for everyone, but if if you connect to it, yep. I mm. think it's a it's it's a it's a brilliantly made yep. television show. And in terms of playing, this is a, I'll just tell a quick story. So, Callum's my son. He's uh, nine really into the Fortnite, mm-hmm. right? And he's been begging me to do this, um, set up a second account so we yep. can play together. Sure. And so the, in the last three weeks, I think I set up the account and we've been doing split screen on the PlayStation 4. So he's got it on his Nintendo Switch that he can do, but when we play together, we do it on the, yep. on the PS4. And we did this thing. There's a thing called duos or trios. So basically it's like, uh, what is it, Hunger Games? You're on an island. Mm-hmm. The zone shrinks and you got to be the last survivor. It's one style Battle of game Royale. you can play. Yeah. Battle Royale, right? And so I, I'm i like, okay, let's do this duos or trios and we're playing together. And I kid you not, we won our first 15 games oh, right wow. in a row. So yeah, I've yeah. never played this thing before. I've got a <laughs> rough idea of how to do a third-person yeah. shooter. And we're just winning game after game after game, 15 right. And then um, reality set in or some mechanics changed <laughs> yeah. or I leveled up the or algorithm. something happened. Yeah. Something happened and it became a lot harder. Um, but but it's been great. Like it's just so much fun playing with him. He's yeah. really good at it. Like yeah. you know, he's probably better better than me. I was gonna say, who carries the team? Well, we have different <laughs> skill sets. He certainly today he was like, "Don't go in, Daddy." And I'm like, "I just charged into battle and got killed." He's like, "I told you not to go in." I said, "Wait for me." Um, Wait for backup. He, he's got the strategy. Like he yeah, he okay. knows kind of how to play it. But I I my skill and he. He always, you know, commends me on my sniping ability. Uh, and like today, I, it was brilliant. Like I watched, there was, a, I was on the top of a hill and I was just looking with my sniper scope around. And, and when people are moving, sniping is virtually impossible. Like particularly from long distance, running, yeah, when they're course. moving around, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you just can't. And then the bullet takes time to arrive yes, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I saw this guy and I could, oh, oh, there's a guy. Cause you very rarely, I don't know when you're sniping, see people mm. until the map kind of closes in. Um, but I saw this house like off in the distance and I was like, oh, there's someone going in there. And and I'm like, oh, he disappeared in. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There he is. I could see this through this, just this tiny gap in a window. <laughs> One pixel. One, pretty much. Like it was just, I couldn't even make him out. It was just there was a bit of movement. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm shooting through this window. And eventually, like I must have shot it. And I don't think I hit him. Yeah. Must have shot it enough that the wall just blew up. 
So like the because it's all every environment is destructible. Yeah, so yeah. the wall and he's like it's like when you know the toilet gets knocked down in like Jurassic Park <laughs> and there's just a guy kind of yeah. there's just this guy kind of standing there and then I just blew him away like with my stife. It was just so satisfying like, just to pick him off from so far away. But it's 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 a fun game. I'm I'm probably getting beaten by like you know seven eight year olds most yeah, of the time. Of course. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good bonding experience for us. You're having fun, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Nice one. So that's it for me. Cool. I think we have a new Patreon uh, before we wrap the show. We do. Signed on uh, only uh, probably about twelve hours as of before this recording. Uh, Jason Dunn. I've uh, mate. If you're listening, I've sent you an invite to our Discord. So please come and join us. can't say much more than that. Don't know nope, nope. him. Haven't haven't had the opportunity to speak to him yet. But uh, can't mate. wait to get you know to know you. Yeah, yeah. hit us up. Now it sounds very good. And speaking of patrons, we're recording on the Roadcaster Pro mm, right now, and, and so this good. is all live. Like we've done all the Frank's got buttons in front of him. They're all lit up. This is what Davey uses for Dave's Video Graveyard. It's a one-stop shop recording system. It's yeah. From uh, without going too deep into the technical weeds. It's so much better. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So if we sound any different, it's because of the Roadcaster Pro. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, and a big thanks to all the patrons because that, that we put all the money back into the show. That, yes, that, exactly. You know, the, the generous contributions for you guys. We try to do the best in terms of equipment and, you know, all the hosting fees and everything. So we really appreciate where that goes and hopefully it sort of comes back in terms of the quality of, of the show. That's and the aim. we can take this thing, you know, it's battery operated. Yep. You, it's got SD cards. You don't even need a laptop. That's right. We can record from, you know, the Brett's Fair yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like this is, it's just, it's a wonderful piece of equipment. So well done. New toy for you to play with, Frank. Yep. Uh, I, I hope this sounds all right because I literally plugged <laughs> in and went, okay, let's go. No, Give it a no, shot. No, no tweaking of settings. Let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, happy Easter, everyone. Yes. Enjoy the chocolate. Yeah. Don't eat too much. Yeah. Those Adelaideans that are in uh, Adelaide, obviously, uh, hope to see you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope to see you at the uh, Toy Fair next weekend. Yes, Sunday. Sunday next week. Sunday, Sunday. 24th. Yeah. So we've got the Geek Dudes joining us. That will be quite exciting. We'll get to record in person with them. That should be. Yeah, we'll uh, record the night before, I think, going to the fair. So, and then we'll set up. Set up on the Saturday, and then yeah, there'll be some juicy, juicy vintage items there for oh, everyone. Yes, so um, yeah, hope to see you there. Um, thanks to all our patrons again for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord, and to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. We really appreciate it, and stay safe, stay well, and we hope to see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.